0: Hello. Hello. How are you doing? How (laughs) you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Well, first and foremost, welcome back. You have been missed. Well, thank you. But all right. But we know sabbaticals do the soul very well. So Mm -hmm. With that being said, welcome to this Black Girl podcast. I am one half of
1: your host, Ola.miss.lola on Instagram. And I'm the other half of your host, at VHildiva on Instagram.
0: And you can follow our page at This Black Girl Podcast again on Instagram. Or if you want to tweet us on Twitter, it is at This Black Girl P. Because we couldn't fit podcasts, so it is what it is. <laughs> Twitter would have cut it off, right? Right. <laughs> but with that being said, girl, mm-hmm. let's get into it. Let's get into the tea. We already know this month is National Domestic Violence
1: Month. Is it is woman title? abuse. It's it's called Woman Abuse Awareness Month.
0: Okay, sorry. Then I'm confusing it with the American one that just happened in October.
1: There you go. But same thing anyway, same concept which is creating awareness for domestic violence, violence against women and and the supports as well, so not just um the violence and you know being vigilant with your family and friends, but also you know finding about the community as well. So for Absolutely, me yeah. um yeah.
0: Well, Sorry, my what my to say? I was just going to say, my question to you is because it's like awareness and help, but like, I'm not even sure what are the best ways to help because I already know half the time if you do notice or see somebody in an abusive situation, it's Mm -hmm. always, uh, you can't always tell them like, hey girl, leave that situation. Like they're not just going to get up and leave. Um, Or if they Mm -hmm. do, it could cause more harm than good. So like, I don't know, you're, you're more versed in this, in this realm than Mm -hmm. I am so I'm asking you
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah so um it is a good question because um you know a lot of people I've been in situations even you know where where I've seen stuff happen and even before because right now if obviously people don't know but I do work in a violence against women space um where um you know people it's basically a service um for women obviously um so the space Mm -hmm. that I'm working in I'm not going to say exactly where it is but um yeah so it is a place it's a resource for women so being in that space you you definitely learn a lot and you realize how you know how serious and how urgent the issue is um because before that you know no one's really I would I wouldn't say no one but you know the average person isn't always walking around in life thinking how much abuse is happening you know thinking how many women sleep in a shelter at night, how many women and children sleep in the shelter at night, which in Canada is actually over 6,000. Oh. Over 6,000 women and children each night sleep in shelters. So think of how many people that is, you know, calling each day, right? So that's just every night. So think of on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis, in a yearly basis. So, um, hmm?
0: No, I was just saying. So those numbers just add up. It like skyrockets,
1: right? Exactly. Um, but in, to circle to back onto your question about you know how to deal with that situation if somebody if you see something, death, mm-hmm. anything in front of, for example, their partner if if the abuser is right there, like if. I wouldn't say something like, "Hey, leave him right there in front of the guy," because a lot of times that will exacerbate the situation and make the man angry. Right? Like the person's already doing whatever. They they usually say if if like obviously that's like immediate danger and it, if someone has a gun or something or whatever. Call nine one one. That's always you know an option. But let's say you know you're with your cousin, for example, and her boyfriend's just extra controlling. Or, you know, your cousin decides to talk and the boyfriend's like, no, I told you you can't talk. You know, don't talk like that or don't talk to her anymore. Things right. like that, because people just assume that it's the physical, but there's a lot of cues that happen before it even gets physical in in a lot of cases, right? Not in, well, I can't well, speak for every case. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, that was the thing I was going to say, because a lot of times people think of, when they think of like domestic violence they automatically assume it's just physical harm to another person
1: exactly but
0: there's other forms of abuse right like there's a verbal abuse there is emotional abuse there is mm-hmm. mental abuse and like financial I don't know, abuse yep you know, there's, financial there's, abuse
1: mhm
0: what else i'm i'm not sure
1: um there is um and you pretty much covered all of them. That That is the majority of them, right? It's okay. not just physical. Physical is, of course, physical is just the most visible because, you know, someone walks in, they have a bruise or, or a black eye or whatever, you, you'll know, right? So right. a lot of times you won't, obviously you won't know if that's from, you know, a partner because a lot of times, you know, excuses can be made just to kind of. Um, just due to the shame that is associated with it as well. So that's one thing, one reason why uh, November is such an important month, because we want to reinforce that we want to silence. We want to stop because, you know, an abuse, an abuse victim, it may sound like somebody somewhere out there, but any moment, it could be me. It could be you. It could be, you know, your neighbor. It could be your doctor. It could be your any, anyone, you know, can be a victim of abuse. Right. So it's not right us and them it's just all of us you know so that's the whole yeah
0: um okay well because like I know personally I've been in I've been in situations where there's been physical violence I've been in situations where there's been emotional violence Mm -hmm. and I feel like I don't know. I'll say for myself. Obviously, the physical stuff, you 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 see it, it's in your face, right? So it's like
1: mm-hmm, I
0: I already can click and know, like, okay, that's wrong, and hopefully enforce a boundary. Thankfully, I didn't get too far where I felt like I didn't have control of the relationship or the situation. Mm-hmm. But the emotional one, I will admit, snuck up on me. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, like I didn't mm-hmm. realize that I was in an emotionally abusive relationship until like, mm-hmm. I wanna say the last the last year of it. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I just feel like there's so many like invisible, I don't want well, I guess, yeah, invisible like signs, like mm-hmm. especially a lot of people talk about gaslighting now. You yes. know, where they're like, oh, you're being gaslit. He's gaslighting her, she's gaslighting him, whatever but it's mm-hmm. like, it, re- it's, it's so real. It's a real thing. In the moment, yep. So, so, so real.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And like, so there's like issues like gaslighting, there's emotional black blackmail where the person will, will, will try and like almost, almost call your bluff, you know, mm-hmm. to be like, Oh, mm-hmm. like, cause like I've had moments where it's like the relationship was at a, breaking point where it's like it should have just ended like we should have just broken up
1: but mm-hmm. it was like
0: oh okay well where are you gonna go who's gonna want you mm-hmm. kind of like
1: mm-hmm. forcing
0: forcing you to almost question yourself mm-hmm. and question your self-worth mm-hmm. to be like is this all I deserve to stay with is that all I deserve to have yeah because and yes
1: you know? keep going no yeah no
0: I'm just saying like it's 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 wild because like once you're out of the situation you can definitely see all the signs
1: exactly
0: mm -mm, hindsight's a bitch that's all i can say
1: (laughs) no but you're so right and and the thing is that you hit on there that's so real for for women as well and and why it's so important to bring light to this because a lot of people even say oh so what you know men get abused too you know Are there, you know, for example, women's shelters and women's services? Why are there specific stuff? Because you know there are a lot of men out there that are victims of violence as well, and no one's saying that men are not, you know, being abused at all somewhere. You know what I mean? It's Mm -hmm. just that services are so necessary for women because of the natural power struggle between men and women. You know, women started off not having rights. anything right and so we're always behind historically and literally you know in most cases we're a little bit um physically weaker than we're not not all of us can take on a guy you know what i mean so yeah by nature you know what i mean just by nature right so just because of that natural power dynamic where you know the man is both and we live the fact that we live in a patriarchy let me put it that way i don't want to talk about nature but just because of the fact that we do live in a patriarchy men do have the a, a lot more privilege than women you know that's that's where all these other men, economic abuse you know emotional abuse them having control of, of you know the home or whether a woman leaves or sees her family because you know men can get controlling you know especially if oh, something yeah. happens in their life like if they lose their job or something like that and they're stuck at home that can that can perpetuate a lot of these situations. Mm-hmm. Um, but what hit me on what hit the nail on the head for me was when you said, for example, you know, when they question you, like, you know, where are you going to go? What are you going to do? That, yes. that hits hard for women, for me as a woman, because especially like, let's say you're pregnant and you actually are depending on the man, you know, once you have children once you become a mom, now you're living for your kids. Right. So there's definitely a lot of um, space for an abuser to say things like that. Like what are you going to do now? You know, they know you have a child now, now you're thinking for two. And these are the things that will cause a woman to stay in a situation instead of seeking out services. You for know? sure. Because, so.
0: because then the question gets asked, like, at least I can speak for myself. Is just kind of mm-hmm. like, it's like a survival mode. Okay, like you said, like, okay, exactly. well now I have this child. How am I going to make sure that they have a roof over their head and make sure that they're fed or make sure that they're safe or whatever, you know,
1: mm-hmm. and,
0: and like, it's just like my situation was very exploitive in the sense of just like, um, I was, I was obviously like I was working at one point I wasn't working because of um, just being in an accident, mm-hmm. but I was working, I was also making sure that she was getting to and from school, making sure she's fed, roof over her head, stuff like that. If things went wrong where I was living, I had to look after it. If things had to be done, I had to look after if Food had to be made. I, had to, like, I was literally carrying the whole world on my back. But at the same time, mm-hmm. it's just like, because there was this weird, con- I don't even want to, I don't, because I can't even say it's consistent because even like the financial contributions and stuff like that was so inconsistent. Mm -hmm. I'm like, the physical contribution was non existent. So I don't even, like, looking back, I'm just like, I don't get it. Like, I don't get why (laughs) I stayed. Why did I stay? Because it's like, Mm -hmm. there was nothing there for me, you know? Mm -hmm. But, like, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. at the time, you feel like, okay, well, I need something rather than nothing to try and survive. And
1: you fear the unknown, right? And it goes back to the most basic instinct of just, I know I'm, I'm at least, I know what I'm dealing with here. It's not even like, I know I'm safe here. It's just, I know what to expect here, but I don't right. know what to expect out there. Right. Right. And unfortunately though, what, what the scary um, element is in that thinking is that sometimes you don't know what to expect here. You know, like when when things have progressed and an abuser is threatening and getting physical and really um, starting to have a lot of aggressive behavior, that's mm-hmm. when you don't know what to expect. You know, that's why I feel bad for some of these women. Um, you'll hear in the news, there'll be women that are, for example, there's a, a young girl named, I believe her name was Kaylee. And mm-hmm. her mom and stepdad were fighting to keep her away from her biological father. Mm-hmm. And um, they were fighting in the courts. Um, he had been, I believe, abusive, uh, abusive with the mom, uh, possibly physically. I don't want to say that because um, I don't have the story in front of me. But she just right. had safety concerns for the child. So they're going back and forth in court trying to fight tooth and nail to keep the child away. And the courts were you know, backing the father. Unfortunately, even though there were proof of domestic violence calls to nine one one, yeah, like there was some sort of violence, like not necessarily um, physical abuse, there was some sort of abuse, could it was emotional, um, definitely in the past towards the mom, mm-hmm. and, and so it got so bad that um, one day she dropped off her tra- her daughter for the last time, and unfortunately, her. Came back and they were searching and searching and searching for the father. And I really want to look up to so I can find the names because the mom has since then been campaigning um, t- so that other families don't go through this. But in the end, they found that the father took her, their daughter at like midnight up the coast of a cliff and threw what? her off and then jumped off himself. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. After what the, the mom. Hell? Yes, and, and it's scary. And this is obviously a very serious case where the abuse yeah. is, it escalates, you know, all the way. Um, right. But the unfortunate thing is that this is not uncommon. You know what I mean? It's it's yeah. and it's not unheard of. You know, it, it actually does happen. I remember a few years ago on Valentine's Day there was uh, an 11 year old girl, and she was so adorable. And I believe she was born on Valentine's Day. And um, I believe it was her and her mother's birthday the same day, if if I remember correctly. And okay. it was a similar situation. The mother and the father, uh, they weren't together. She had made about uh, his mental health and the fact that he had been subjecting her to a lot of abuse. Mm-hmm. And he never brought the daughter back. And again, the same... Th- similar situation happened. He ended up shooting his daughter and then shooting himself. And the police, however, were sent to his house in time though. And they tried to save him. However, I believe he died like after um they tried to save the hospital. But oh, wow. he had killed the daughter. Yeah. And it's just and it's just sad these cases. And that's what's um it's also kind of controversial as well because in the court system, a lot of victims feel like they're not getting justice. They feel like they're, you know, they're crying and and crying out for help, but with help from the services that are in place, right? The legal services, right? So, and it's also, and from the other standpoint, it's like there's the law that's protecting the father's rights to raising their child, whether or not, you know, they're abusive to the mom, right? However, unfortunately, at times child abuse is linked to, um, you know, intimate partner violence
0: well. Right. So. Right. I mean, yeah. that's, that's wild. That like, yeah. thank, like, I will say it, it breaks my heart to know that like other people have those types of issues, like those, those moments happen to them because it's just like, I could never even think, grasp wrap my head around the thought of like losing my child.
1: Mm-hmm. Cause honestly,
0: if, girl if he did that I'd kill him <laughs> straight straight up I'd kill him not alleged <laughs> like oh my God. just say. And, and that's the no. thing
1: like that it, and, and that you, oh like it, it's unsinkable. it's unthinkable. it's unthinkable it's right. unthinkable. and there's families you know living right now having to live with the aftermath of abuse and and that's why honestly I I feel like a lot of um just in my own research on my own time, when I read these articles and stories and it always makes me think that we need to somehow open up the floor for men's mental health to be sort of funded, some sort of, um, you know, accessible open forum for men so that they can literally unwind, come up, you know, after work, unwind, go relax, talk to other men, um, you know, and, and Honestly, talk, not has, even has talk to other men. I, I was gonna say, don't
0: talk to other men. Talk to a therapist. Period.
1: Other men, but I. What I mean is, yes, other men, but maybe male therapists. You know what I mean? Like they need to yes. be able the same way that we women cry on each other's sh- shoulder support or just lean on each other and have like a sisterhood. They need to have a brotherhood, other men of influence that they can look to for support because a female, you know, you're not always going to want an opposite sex, you know, giving you advice and, you know, relating to you on a certain level. So that's more what I mean. Like other like, yeah, no, I agree. Yeah,
0: I agree. Like how, you know, us girls will have our group chats, we'll have like, you know, Mm. we'll have our call up event sessions and, you know, whatever. Yeah, like ladies'
1: nights and things like that. (laughs) Like yeah, for sure. Basically, I was talking about um,
0: for them having a support group and having like times that mm-hmm. we essentially that we make time that we make for us as women to unwind, de-stress, all of that stuff. Essentially, to to do the same thing for men.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So basically, I was saying we just need more support systems like that, um, communal, yeah. and collective, where men can just come together. Exactly, and and exp- and not only just have fun, but just ex- have a safe space to express themselves. Well, you know? I agree.
0: I think that's way more important than having like a guys' night or anything, because
1: mm-hmm. like, you said, mm-hmm. guys
0: don't necessarily get together to 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 kind of do that, like you said, to express their feelings and things like that. And I think it's super important for men to have a safe space to actually vocalize and describe what they're feeling because sometimes they'll feel a ways and they don't even know what it means
1: yeah (coughs) exactly exactly and um i had watched this tv show and there was a character on there i'm trying to remember exactly what it was it was like it was it was a reality show but anyways one of these men um was ended up being from some Caribbean island, and um, he created a barber shop. He had a rough lifestyle himself. He grew up, um, ended up becoming a barber, and kind of founded his way out of a rough lifestyle. So, yeah. what he started to do to give back was give free haircuts to men, and Aww. They, yeah, and just come talk to them about their day. You know, the barber shop. I don't know if anyone's seen the movie Barber Shop. If yeah. you haven't, watch it. But <laughs> it, just, it just shows how the barbershop is like the center of the community and everyone comes in and out and this guy did that and created a, like kind of like a collective little fellowship place for men to come get a free haircut at that help them and um talk about you know their life stress with their girlfriend whatever it was and he tried for yeah. them that way so i thought it was nice, that would that, be a nice thing. that's true but back to the topic. The topic, though, the topic at hand is women. So, I just wanted to go back and um, talk about that because I just feel like the fact that it's oh. Women's Awareness Month, we gotta yes. push, push, push. Um, the fact that more women just need to speak out. You know, like we can do yes. as much as we want for other people, but in the end, as an action, like you're choosing to do that action, and more. I mean, women- speak out. Yeah, just mm-hmm. to speak and bring awareness to what they're going through.
0: Well, I've I've also heard um a lot of people who suggest like okay, if you can't like let's say you can't get out of the situation, let's say it's one of the extremes where the person's very violent. Mm-hmm. Um there's been people who say like you know, try and open um like a secret bank account, you know, using like for mm-hmm. example like a prepaid those prepaid debit cards prepaid visa cards because they're not necessarily mm. tied down at a specific bank so if you just right. go to an ATM like it just looks like you're just using the ATM right you're not necessarily right. going to a specific bank you can't you can't right. necessarily exactly. go into a teller and say like I want this account open closed or whatever because it doesn't exist in a regular facility Right. Um, right. they've had they, they said like you know try to have as much evidence and give a copies to like a close and trusted friend or family um obviously document as much evidence as possible so that you have you know receipts on your side yes um, exactly i'm trying to exactly. think of like what other tips like it's and it's sad that you have to think that way but it's just like i know so, i
1: know
0: like okay so for example the story that i heard most recently there was this 29 year old tiktok star who was arrested recently because mm-hmm. um, he had shot and killed his estranged wife and and a friend of hers. Oh my gosh. Because, like, apparently he had been abusive to her for a, a period of time. They had separated, but I guess um, they kept in contact of some sort because of they had a child together mm-hmm. and and um she was at the home the family home and I guess she had accidentally pocket dialed him or something and she heard mm-hmm. another person in the background which was a man like a man's voice mm-hmm. and just assumed it was a boyfriend or a, a lover of some sort or whatever mm-hmm. flew into an, a rage, she popped up at the house and shot oh, them both goodness.
1: dead <gasps> Oh, my gosh.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: That is unbelievable. And how recent is that?
0: Oh, very recent. Like, this happened, like, I want to say just last mm-hmm. week.
1: Oh, my gosh. Oh, my like, gosh.
0: Like, it was terrible. it was really bad.
1: It that was really terrible. bad. That is absolutely terrible. Because I, I didn't even hear about that. That's why I'm like, I usually, um, you know, research a lot of these situations. <laughs> oh, so. That is, that is absolutely tragic. And to think that happened because of a pocket dial, you know what well, I mean? Okay, and unstable I, mental health, clearly on his part.
0: I was gonna say I will, I will read you the article. Yeah. Um, this was based off of CBS News, and it just pretty much says a TikTok star. Uh, okay, I don't want to hear the the fluff. Hold on. Mm -hmm. Okay, it says, um, Ali Abu, I'm gonna say this name so wrong, so I'm sorry for butchering the name, but Ali Abu Laban, he was 29, Mm -hmm. pleaded not guilty to first-degree murder charges and being held without bail. If he's convicted, he can face the death penalty. He's known as Mm -hmm. Jin Kid on TikTok. Um, um, whatchamacallit. call it? He, um the family's known has known him to be um, extremely jealous and you know, loses loses his temper or whatever. Um mm-hmm. and one of the cousins were quoted as saying, um, he just became super jealous because his wife was going out with friends and he wasn't involved. He just wanted to control her, he wanted to know what she was doing every time of the day. Okay. Um Yep, and he apparently thought that when they had separated uh, in October, he thought the separation was temporary. He was in denial, thinking they were going to get back together. Uh, Mm -hmm. According to prosecutors, he returned to the apartment last Thursday, and this was based off of October, the end of October, so October 29th. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. He returned to the apartment last Thursday and installed an app on the iPad belonging to the couple's five-year-old daughter that allowed him to listen in on conversation. So it wasn't even a butt (gasps) dial. Oh
1: my gosh.
0: Um, Mm -hmm. Prosecutors said he shot and killed his wife and the man and the friend in the apartment later that day after listening to her speaking with a man. Wow. Oh my goodness. Yeah, so he actually installed a listening device on the child's iPad. That is so
1: her, vindictive.
0: Yes, like, and heard her speaking to with another man who she had, he assumed she was, I don't know, intimate with, whatever. And, and yeah, and then first, first, apparently on the 911 call, he confessed to what he did. But then now, now that he's arrested and everything he's saying not guilty
1: it's it's just despicable yeah it's 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 absolutely (laughs) i don't even say that because of course when everybody knows that i want to say not guilty now that you now that reality's set in you know what i mean yeah yeah there was even a case Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the wild
0: thing is it's just like he went and he picked up his child after school or after whatever mm-hmm. daycare or wherever the child was picked up the child drove to the place with the child with the child in the car.
1: Oh my God where,
0: where oh hold on where did they where did she drop her because he dropped her somewhere first where was it? I'm looking mm-hmm. for it in the thing. Because she, she asked him to move out on October 18th. He moved into a hotel. He had secretly kept a key. So he snuck back into the apartment, trashed it, installed a listening device on the tablet, and then snuck back out. He was listening oh via the God. app, heard the man's voice, and heard them talking and giggling. And so he rushed back to the apartment, took the elevator to the 35th floor, ran into the apartment, and just shot them. He shot the man three times, and then... Shot her once in the forehead.
1: Oh my goodness! And see that brings me also to oh, and technology. then technology. This is unbelievable. Here's
0: the, here's the other part. So it says he then mm-hmm. then he made a phone call to his mother, admitting that he shot and killed his wife. He <clears> then went to pick up his daughter from school with the loaded gar- gun still in his car. Oh my gosh! And told his daughter that he hurt mommy, and that he was going to get apprehended by the police
1: oh my this is so this is just too much and the police
0: the 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 police stopped him and arrested him 45 minutes later the child was still in the car
1: Mm -mm.
0: and and it's just like hearing the story makes me almost think like i'm thankful he called somebody and said that what he did because if People didn't hear what was going on sooner rather than later. It probably would have ended up like one of your stories, where the f- he then went and killed his five-year-old child too. You and never himself. know.
1: You well, never it just know. seems like yeah. it. It seems like yeah. it was going that way. Yeah, yeah, because because like, and why would you tell your child that? Like, oh God, what you you've taken her mom, and it's just so scary on different levels for me too because he won. Like this man just anyone can put a listening device on my device without me knowing is that what you're telling me right now and this man used this against his ex-wife and yeah. it just uh it's just that is a very scary situation and the fact that this woman well, didn't even know it was coming like she's living yeah. her life so she had she literally had no chance to try and do well, something you know ugh.
0: Well, I was gonna say the other the other fact of the matter is the man also had a secret key.
1: Oh yeah, that's true,
0: and that's why yes. I say for certain circumstances, like women yes. who kick their mans out, whatever, change, change your
1: those fucking locks. locks. I know. Change the like
0: literally. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, deadbolts can be expensive. Don't get me wrong; like, they mm-hmm. are, but some it's worth it though.
1: And, and if you can't afford cool. to
0: change, yeah, if you can't afford to change your lock, put one of those, those deadbolt hinge locks where mm-hmm. like somebody can unlock the door, but they can't actually get into the house because of that, that
1: part. Yeah. You know, that's actually really good. And that those really should be free to, be, in, yeah. in my opinion.
0: Like, well, like my I condo has one, like my condo, mm-hmm. like my door, my door has one. I use it. Even though I don't, thankfully, don't need to, but you never mm. know, girl. You never know. It doesn't have to be an, a crazy ex. It could just be a crazy man. There, this yep. week,
1: yep. there true. was a
0: woman. Who, there was a woman who captured on her video doorbell a man that followed her to her front door. Mm-mm. Okay. She had a little Mm-mm. dog. She picked up the dog. She went inside the house, locked the door. The man followed her up to her door, trying to see if he could break in. Mm-mm. He couldn't he couldn't get in through the front door. He started checking her windows. He went around the back. Neighb- neighbors spotted him. And so he started picking up the holes, watering the lawn, acting like he was hired to be what? there. And didn't say nothing because he looked somewhat legit sitting on the porch like it's some worker or like a friend waiting for her to come home
1: mm-hmm. thank god
0: for that fucking video of doorbell recording this whole thing right but like I know it's, like it's wild it's it's and the thing is like god bless that thankfully a lot of men aren't like this and it's the few whack jobs that make, you know, that unfortunately put a poor name on men. But, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it, it's, it's fu- it makes me sad though when, you know, women like you and myself, we we try to explain like, oh, well we have to wear this to look at, look out for this. Or we have to do that and do all these extra steps. And guys are like, why? Why, you think something's gonna happen? Yes, something can happen. Very easily all the time. All the time. So I've true. had men girl, I've had men following me home since I was in elementary school. Since mm-hmm. I was twelve and thirteen. I've had men following mm-hmm. me out of stores, yeah. down the street. Like I've it's like it's it's scary how common it is, you know?
1: Very true. I've had very men true. follow me through malls. Oh yeah, like it's it's and it's the thing is like when you're a guy, I don't know what their perspective is, but you yeah. don't understand what it's like to just be afraid, you know, at yes. nighttime, for example, just to walk outside at night, being afraid, and like not even just afraid, but being in someone else's presence and knowing that you know if this person wanted to you know, pin me down or whatever, they could, because I'm weaker than them, you know, just naturally. Right. That is, and and for that being a very real fear, like men, I feel like maybe some guys do understand that. I mean, obviously guys compete against each other too, but like mm-hmm. just being a woman and having to be careful of what, being mindful of, oh, maybe I shouldn't wear this because I don't want to attract unwanted attention. Maybe I shouldn't do this because I don't want unwanted attention. You know, like right, yeah, being yeah. catcalled. You know what I mean? Being catcalled and having to worry about little little things. That I feel, feel like
0: nothing mm-hmm. is is like you're holding your breath, being like is like you're holding your breath, wondering like what's gonna happen? Like, am I okay? Can I right? Just, just fearing walk strangers. From you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. yeah, like fearing strangers. You know, and I remember, I have never an actual situation with like a random man being violent with me mm-hmm. but i have had like a sexual kind of i feel like it was a sexual harassment
0: but okay. i'll just
1: call it, it it was more like an no actually it was more like an indecent exposure okay On the go bus a long time ago uh, back when um in our university days so i was probably like 19 maybe 20 Actually, no, I was 19 because I remember it was when I was taking the bus, obviously, in my very first year. Yeah. So I'm on the go bus and I see this car that speeds up and slows down to beside me on the bus. And I'm like at the middle of the bus. So I'm thinking, why isn't he you know, going forward all the way? But I'm like, whatever, I'm not paying mine. I look inside and I see a man. But then the bus takes off and the man, I, it just looked like he was like bouncing his hand on his knee, right? So I'm like, okay. The bus drives off. I I notice I look down when we're at a stop sign, and he's racing to get beside me again. I look down, and the man's crouching to like look me because the roof was kind of blocking his view of me. I look at him; the guy's freaking jerking off, Ew. staring me in my eyeballs. Yes, because I properly now look, because I'm wondering why is this car hovering right beside you know. The guy—it was a nasty, forty-year-old pot-belly, friggin' Santa Claus-looking man. Like, I felt immediately. I felt so disgusting. I wanted to like cry. I was so like, ew. What is? I felt so dirty. But honestly, and I'm telling you, I was dating a Jamaican at the time. I don't. (laughs) And he's like, leave the man. Leave the man to mind. Leave him. I'm just doing thing. And I'm like. I was so no, like that's not okay I was like how dare you I was like how dare You know what I mean It was so nasty and And immediately though it just showed me that like Holy crap like I had no hand In what just happened But I feel ashamed, I feel dirty You know, never right. mind You know a victim of you know A sexual assault or something like that It's just it shows you how easy It is to feel To internalize what happens to you you know, yes. because I didn't even cost because I'm thinking, OK, I'm going to call the cops and say a random man did this to me. You know, I, I felt like, oh, it, it wasn't bad enough to, to warrant 911. Like, who's going to Yeah, because the time
0: they're going to be like, OK, well, what do you want us to do?
1: To do. Right. You know, that's exactly what I was thinking. So I didn't yeah, call neither. anybody sat there feeling so uncomfortable so dirty and this happened on my way to school I'm an innocent young girl I already looked young for my age so I know that man is just nasty beyond nasty Mm -hmm. you know what I mean and I was just ugh I just remember feeling so dirty you know in that moment so anyways just it
0: Mm -hmm. it sounds sad to say but like honestly I wish I had your experience I wish Mm -hmm. I had your experience I've unfortunately have had a lot more Aggressive and a lot more Violent situations Mm -hmm. With Mm -hmm. miscellaneous random men
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, But I guess the one PG one I will talk about Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. Is um, Just I was in high school And me and my girlfriends And just friends in general We would walk uh, Either like up the street to like a little patty shop that was up the street or to like the pizza pizza or like if we were really brave we'd walk up to the mall that was like at the end of steel's i think it was pacific mall and we'd go for lunch hour go buy bubble tea go buy patties go buy whatever and come Mm -hmm. back so i remember we were walking back to the school and this car this car is driving i guess like away from us in the opposite direction Mm-hmm. Winds down their window, they're yelling shit. Oh rah, rah. we can't hear them, we're in our own world, whatever. So we keep walking. They then do a sharp U-turn in the street, okay, mm-hmm. on Kennedy Road. If people know Scarborough, y'all know Kennedy Road, okay. So the <laughs> U-turn on Kennedy Road pulls up like right next to us and is like, Hey girl, what are you saying? What are you saying? And it's like these grown ass men, okay, and they know we're school age mm-hmm. children. Because we are in our uniforms. Mind you, yes, okay, we look cute. We're wearing cute little kilts or whatever, but that's not an excuse. We are clearly but children. Exactly,
1: exactly.
0: Clearly children. And so, mm. we're obviously uncomfortable. Me and my girl are looking at each other like, what the fuck? And we're just ignoring them because it's like, we don't know what to do. I didn't have my fully grown, rude-ass mouth at that time. So... I was just ignoring, she was just ignoring, we're still walking and they're still, you know, catcalling us, catcalling us, catcalling us. And then after we didn't pay them no mind for a few minutes, they're like, fine, fuck you, you stupid whores. Oh my God. And then sped off. And I'm like thinking to myself like, what the fuck um, like we're whores wow. because we don't give you time of day we're we are whores because we're yeah, not because entertaining you sexually shining
1: attention. are okay. attention okay. yeah
0: well because the contradiction mm-hmm. made us laugh mm-hmm. so thankfully of we course. laughed it off we went back to school mm-hmm. but just like it's i don't know it's ridiculous it just
1: shows like it just really men an idea of what we deal with and that's and that's yeah. just a friday that's a monday that's Breakfast on a Monday, you know what I mean, like
0: <laughs> right? Being catcalled and
1: all this, and
0: mm-hmm. I was gonna say though, I was gonna throw it. If listeners are interested in hearing the more explicit and or angrier, more violent stories that I would like to share, you can support us on Patreon for as low as one dollar. We'll be uploading extra content for our listeners, including that more vile story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so but with that being said, yeah some I,
1: mm-hmm.
0: no I am just saying some men are just vile unfortunately. Of course. unfortunately And it's just like the group suffers for the individuals, but the inv- individuals yep. are so out there. and so mm-hmm. I, I don't even know what the word is like they, they they're so loud. -hmm. That Mm -hmm. like it eclipses all of the others. Exactly, that makes
1: sense. And to pivot off of that, I I wanted to quickly just address this topic because recently a teacher, a vile man.
0: Oh gosh, I don't even
1: want to call this one. But um, recently wore black base. At a school in parkdale i believe it was parkdale collegiate institute mm-hmm. say its whole name so everybody knows this is really disturbing to me I, honest to god like on what day was it, it had to be like November first because i'm not sure what day i think it happened yeah it's it probably happened. on the 26th because the
0: 26th was just before no i'm lying sorry not the 26th. oh it
1: had to be it, oh the friday you're saying right yeah, yeah so the, the 29th or halloween
0: yeah, yeah, it
1: had yeah, to be the, the 29th. 29th. Yeah, no, I was trying to think. I found out. I'm like, what day did I forget about this? So it had to be like the 30th when I found out. But anyways, yeah. I go into work. I, I put in, you know, all my stuff, open up my computer. That was one of the first things in Twitter. that I. And I was just like, what a distasteful story. What a distasteful way to start my day. It really just got under my skin. So this teacher shows up at school in blackface. Okay. Mm-hmm. For Halloween. The te- the not even the teachers, but the other students that saw him. He went to class teaching a class. Not even like, you know, you show up and left. This man was teaching, I mean, I don't know when a teacher would show up and leave, but anyways. <laughs> but this teacher is there teaching a class with this on. I don't and think of yourself in high school. Because right now I'm in rage about it. But when I think yeah. of myself, my for example, my grade nine self. I was such a little wallflower you know my grade 10 self okay you start opening up more grade 11 grade 12 but imagine just in high school some some people are shut their whole time in high school seeing your teacher like I take that as an act of aggression I don't know about you but that to me is an act of aggression blackface like I was so upset when I saw that story
0: here's the thing I, I I was okay. The way I came across it was I had opened up my Instagram, and it was on my Instagram feed, mm-hmm. and it was just like a teacher wearing blackface, whatever. And I clicked on it, and I had to swipe to see the actual the actual image or whatever. Yeah. And I just looked at him, and I was just like, "What were you trying to prove with this? What were you trying to do with this? Like?" What were you go like? What was the accomplishment? What was the objective? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What was the objective? He
1: clearly, like he clearly missed the assignment. Like he missed the,
0: the whole thing, the whole damn thing. And I'm just, I'm still trying to figure it out because it's like there, there was no costuming. There was like I'm still at a loss of trying to understand like what he was trying to do with with all of
1: that. Exactly, and and that's the thing as. Back when Pierre Elliott Trudeau the, the son Junior I guess I don't know Is he a junior? No he's not No just Justin kind of, Trudeau And Pierre Elliott Trudeau Justin Trudeau There we go
0: Yeah No worries <laughs> oh, girl
1: know, Woo, That was a big one That was a big one <laughs> That Is leaving A stint in the air Right now But anyways Justin Trudeau Pierre Elliott Trudeau Girl I'm screaming But any anyway, Back when stint a long time. I was like, damn, you know what I mean? Like, people will dig things up way back then. And when, peer, when here I go again. When Justin, our current prime minister, when he had his little stint. I felt like, yeah, warning for Canada. You know what I mean? Everybody no, they never found learned. out about that. Like, you have to be living under the wall. I know. It's man to do and you're a man, you're grown, you, you did it in front of all these students, students actually voiced how they felt about it, and they said Thankfully. To him, like, what are you supposed to be, what's this, you know, what is this um, costume of, and he's like, oh, I, I just thought it would be cool, apparently he was getting all defensive thinking it would be cool. Of course, because I'm he like, knew he was damn it? wrong,
0: he knew he was so fucking wrong, that's my thing, because like, I'm so thankful that it? this generation has so much mouth to say something because I feel like our generation Mm -hmm. would have been very uncomfortable and there probably wouldn't have been like maybe a few whispers here and there but not necessarily have maybe the gumption to really confront Mm -hmm. confront them the way they needed to be confronted so like I commend Mm -hmm. those students that actually open up their mouth and said something because that's fucking bright and tasty. And and one the sad thing is mm-hmm. he probably won't lose his mm-hmm. job. He probably
1: won't oh, lose his job. Of course, guys he's on assignment right now while they investigate. Like investigate what is there? To what? Investigate? the picture's there. The thank you. That's exactly what I said. I'm like investigate. There's a picture cuz anyhow it was a student doing something foolish. me, hmm. They wouldn't need the no time to investigate.
0: Of course you know? not. Of course not. Girl, we know better.
1: And it just I just thought it was so Distasteful. It's so disgust, nasty way to to like to even move forward. You know, I felt like
0: you well, know the especially world. What... Well, mm-hmm. yeah, I was gonna say after everything that we've been through over the past two years, I was just gonna say that. Mm-hmm. Like, like right now, people, right now, people are fighting for their rights to be vaccinated, not be vaccinated, to leave the house, and this tired, old gestures. What you come out of the closet with? I you know. couldn't. I couldn't believe it. Mm.
1: So, wow! Literally, that's the word. It's tired, like it's tired,
0: girl, it's tired. exhausted,
1: and just talk and constantly have to teach people. This is disgusting. It, it's it's. I'm done I'm teaching, sorry. girl.
0: I never. I never got my accreditations. I never went to teachers college. Therefore, <sighs> right. I refuse to educate people on the topic of dignity in class okay if and i hate I, I when i say this i don't mean to generalize because i love our white listeners who participate and listen to our episodes but when white oh, people are out here crying about oh people tell me i smell like mayo people tell me i smell like wet dog nobody's going to fucking halloween dressed up as a wet dog saying ha, i'm a white person like nobody's doing this Okay, it's nobody so slathering it's themselves like... up and down in mail saying, "Ha ha, I'm a white person. I thought it would be funny." They probably would if somebody did, but they don't. So it's like, where is the 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 like minded like the courtesy? compassion?
1: Like, yeah, where is that? And <sighs> I don't And the thing is, it's even when you describe it in that way, it still won't ring for some people. You know what oh, I of mean? Of course not. Of course people not. Still will not understand it because it's not them but you can't like I, i'm not even gonna describe i'm not even gonna say it but you really can't it's exhausting to describe it that's where people as a costume <laughs> like why yes. do we have to explain this you can't wear people you can't wear people at easy we're not clothing we're human yeah. beings with minds and it undermines and it dehumanizes people so and this is my you know what actually Mm -hmm. can i
0: Mm -hmm. just 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 to touch on that a little bit okay yeah so um i had i don't even want to call it a fight or an argument but i had a debate okay i had Mm -hmm. a debate with the mister because Mm -hmm. we were talking about girls who were black fishing Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. because there was a few more that came out in the woodworks Mm -hmm. of like you know (laughs) women who looked, you know, black, but Mm -hmm. are actually white. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about it, discussing about it, and at one point he had had made the comment, oh, but, you know, these features are trendy now, so how can you blame somebody for wanting to be trendy? Mm -hmm. And I may have gotten a little unhinged, Mm
1: -hmm. but I got my Mm
0: -hmm. point across, so that's all that matters. Mm -hmm. But... (laughs) Well, because I said to him, I'm just like, yes, I understand wanting certain features like fuller lips and darker skin and stuff like that. But all of those features that me and other black women have naturally had and were never praised, were never praised. Mm-hmm. And 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 um, were subject to dehumanization and to degradation and being told that we were ugly and we're monkeys and we're this and we're that and that we're not beautiful, period. So it's cute that they wanna Mm -hmm. get fillers and tans, but here's the real thing. At the end of the day, if they decide, guess what? they don't want those full lips anymore, they can go and dissolve the fillers. If they don't want the fucking tummy tuck or the BBL, they can go and get lipo and get that shit taken out. If they don't want the tan, Mm -hmm. the tan can wash off. Those are things that cannot come off of my body. That's just who Mm -hmm. I naturally Mm -hmm. am. Exactly. And that's why that's why black women and myself are so upset because these right. are features of us that are natural that cannot be removed so for people to pick them up and drop them off like their clothings and accessories are extremely offensive
1: it is and it's so funny i even said that like that hit me deep girl because
0: go no, trust me i said in it in a much more world? succinct way i said this in a much more <laughs> succinct way i was not that delicate when when i was explaining it to him so Mm -hmm.
1: no but it's true like our bodies are not a trend my body is not a trend my features are not a fad and it it, and it feels awkward right now even like when in the dating world for like random people to be like oh yeah those curves oh my god like excuse me I've never gotten attention for curves from anyone except black men my whole life now all of a sudden everybody and and not to put a race like I don't care obviously anyone can appreciate curves but they didn't have the boldness to say it to me before is what I'm saying like back in the day no one said anything and then now it's like everybody I feel like I'm getting objectified left right now it's not even in a good way to me right because I don't I've never looked for praise because oh you know what I mean oh put it this way I would not be getting a BBL you know what I mean (laughs)
0: yeah girl I don't I I don't need one I don't need
1: one even to say like I wouldn't even want one nothing back there you know what I mean I'm <laughs> Gosh damn! Like it's not respect. Like when you're walking away and then you forget to say someone to somebody, and you turn around and they have to look. It's embarrassing. Things like awkwardness and like and uh, t- just unwanted attention from young, from a young age. you know what I mean? Like going but to here's high the school. Thing. That, that's not our problem. That's the thing, though. That's not
0: our problem. And we've been raised to make it think it is our problem. It's not our right. fault if we are born genetically with a fat ass and a small waist or perky boobs or saggy boobs or no ass or no... like That is not our fault. It exactly. never has been and it never will be our fault. The problem is the promotion of men objectifying our bodies, that they have been unfortunately told most of their life that they're supposed to look at women like they're they're pieces of meat like there's something to look at that that's all we have to offer and that we don't Mm -hmm. offer anything more than you know something to look at and some macaroni in the pot
1: right so barefoot and 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 pregnant
0: Right Like that's That's all we have to give And we have nothing else right. to offer So that's Take that blame Off of yourself girl That's never Oh for sure Hell no Been us
1: Hell no Never been it's us just in a It's just so surreal now That all of a sudden These features are The new The newest trend I feel like I woke up Out of like a A 20 year slumber And all of a sudden It's like Now people see See that shape You know what I mean Like Yeah And, and when I'm just so used To only our community worshipping our shape. You know what I mean? So it's it's just so funny to see what happens in the future because probably a different shape is it's going to be robot shape next. And then everyone's going to be lining up to get their square BL to like square You're shape so butts straight. or something. <laughs> You're so For all we know. I'm just saying like you just it's just crazy like, what, what's next? Like it just keeps changing, right? What the world wants. But here's the thing though. It's like
0: and I'm not sure like cuz I agree with you growing up I, too, got a lot of male attention, especially from Black men.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But it was, and I agree, it wasn't the most wanted attention. Like, I always wanted to be, you know, appreciated, not just for my body, but for other things I have to offer. Like, I like to think I'm a multifaceted woman. Um, mm-hmm. But what I struggled with, if anything, was more of the cl- colorism aspect. Because growing mm-hmm. up, I had... I, I thankfully had a decent amount of friends that were also like brown skin like myself, but there was also in the back of the, in my back of my head, oh, talking like just from hearing other like black guys in school growing up or whatever talking about, and even some girls talking about, oh, I'm cute cause I'm light skin or I'm cute cause I'm, you know, mm. I'm yellow bone. Or whatever, or and like seeing guys talk in the media growing up about how they want a mixed girl. Oh, I want a Spanish girl. She's exotic. She's feisty. But when a black girl gives you attitude, she's mad and miserable. Mm,
1: mm-hmm. But
0: when a Spanish girl does it, it's caliente and it's and it's sexy.
1: Because mm, because they, so. they don't understand all the curse words. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I guess. But it's just like it's just I don't know. For me, it wasn't even like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My, I, I became so I, I guess almost numb to the fact that like people are like oh my gosh you got a big butt yeah I know okay next like you know <laughs> um, no like yeah. literally girl to the point like when people would meet me like the first thing they noticed is my butt and I would jokingly say I'm like yeah you should rename it City of Toronto because the way people just think that they own it the way they touch it all the time it's property of the city and people will be like, oh ha ha, ha ha and I'm like, yeah, ha 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 ha. And just stare at them mm-hmm. back and they're like, ooh. <laughs> ooh. <laughs> like, yeah, it just makes them feel so awkward. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Don't kill me.
0: Yeah, but if anything, the colorism kind of stung to me a bit more. hmm hmm The whole colorism and, thing. hmm Yeah.
1: And it's that is that is very true too. Like they're definitely was a colorism aspect Honestly, at my school there was colorism too um girl we colorized we, i was busy colorizing the men though so i can't yikes <laughs> I, remember I remember being like which one's cute this one's cute that one's cute i never but the thing is like i was not so much into into the the colorism with the girls because I had like my one role dog who also was dark skin like me and we just, you know what I mean? So I never really got into that with the comparing with guys and whatnot. And me and her just kind of ourselves like, whatever, this guy's cute. That guy's cute. And I, and I never, when it comes to colorism, there really wasn't, to be honest, like where I did I'm trying to, I'm trying to correct my thoughts, guys. I'm so sorry because I'm just trying to think <laughs> back. It's way back. I'm getting old now. I'm like, hmm. it did colorize because I dated one light skin and I only dated him because he was light like, skin, just to see what it was
0: like. Wow. Because,
1: and he was like the village wow. bicycle. Like every girl was to so, <laughs> <laughs> like, You're like, my turn, my turn. But, yeah, <laughs> Literally, I'm like, I'm passing him this one around. He's I'm like, all right, fine, I'll try it out, you know, mm. and that was it, and then you just realize that everyone's just, we're all just people, you know what I mean, we're all just this, doesn't matter who's light, dark, whatever, we're all just different individuals trying to make our way and just live life, you know what I mean, so for, I was happy after that little experience because I was like, this guy, he's a nerd, he's, there's nothing special, like, you know, when, when you think, you might think there's something, you know, anyway, yeah, I don't know, like I, I maybe had like a weird experience like
0: that, but it was more of like the opposite end of like knowing like I already kind of knew he was community dick. So I did <laughs> okay, no,
1: there was no dick involved. No, I'm not okay, I'm just saying No <laughs> I'm not trying to imply that you fucked the guy. I'm sorry. No, I just no, no, that's, I my know, I that's my time. term
0: for them. That's my term for the gallus them. The term for the oh, gallus yeah, yeah, yeah. girls, community don't dick but um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this like <laughs> girls would be like oh he's cute he's this he's that whatever 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 and like he would try to hit on me and I would always let him think that like he had a small chance and I'm like eh my mind and then he like just Don't just almost me. like cat and mouse but like mm-hmm. I never really liked him like that to really want him if that makes sense but like the weird thing was the one <laughs> time where I was like you know what I'm bored. I'm gonna give him a chance, girl. Once he pulled that shit out, I was like, mm, never again. Cancel, rejected. Mm-hmm. Like you delete from my mind. Like if I could use the mm-hmm. men in black, like the little
1: flashlight to forget <laughs> it, girl, I would. Yeah, yeah, I would. I don't
0: blame you. And are you never
1: serious? Worth Ugh. Yeah, Ooh. never worth
0: it. Mm, mm, girl. Mm, mm, mm. womp, 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 <laughs>
1: Is that like? Now that I'm thinking into the whole colorism aspect, this is more of like a light kind of version, but it was just an uncomfortable situation I remember I was in. And I think... I can't remember how old I was. Maybe I was like 16, maybe 15. Yeah, 15 or
0: 16. Mm -hmm. But
1: anyways, when I was that age, I was so... like for example community d i was so yeah. virginal back in those days i was i was a virgin first off and i just was not very yeah i would say oh that one's cute whatever but i was not serious you know what i mean i was never business about any guys and like let's go for and sure. chill with this i'm just man, saying this.
0: this all happened mm-hmm. between the ages of
1: 17 and 19
0: i didn't actually spread for this for this man until i was like oh, yes. no, and no, no, 19 no. and i regret it
1: oh no no no! and i'm not and, and i'm not saying that to, to to say anything on you but oh just no no, to no give, I'm... Yeah, yeah yeah you're just giving your disclaimer no worries <laughs> <laughs> i like the disclaimers it's going to be an episode full of disclaimers y'all <laughs> yep but um so i was very like you know shy and demure okay at those times and, and naive i just didn't even know so i mm-hmm. had a girlfriend who was a little bit more you know out there experienced you know had already lost her virginity out there you know, guys and whatever she made a comment and she is not a part of the black community and i and she this is my first kind of colorism with like a girl mentioning it because i never had a man I just had never been around guys that had said anything like that disrespectfully around me. You know what I mean? Yeah, it just didn't occur. Just You know, just by the luck of the draw, I haven't ran into that. But Amen. this girl goes to me, oh, I was talking to this black guy. He goes to me, oh, um, you know, and he's black. He goes, black front? Black front? I don't want black front. That thing looks like roast beef. Da-da-da-da-da. And I was like, What? I remember just being like, first off, why is this a topic? You know what I mean? And second off, like, that's this, it just disgusted me because I'm like, the amount of self loathing you have to have to say something like that. Mm -hmm. And it was, and and then I'm looking at her like, sis, where are you going with this? Like, you know what I mean? Like, where are you really going with this? But that was my first time hearing that even Black men, are Out here dogging their own, like that, you know what I mean. Oh, girl, I'm like, check how me. confused do you have to be? How confused do you have to be to be dogging your own mom, really and truly? Because you came out of a roast beef, buddy. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I'll never,
0: I'll never forget when a friend told me she was hanging out with another friend of hers who was a black man and mm-hmm. she would see him date different women and she noticed that he would treat the white girls different than how he would treat the black girls. And she called him out on it and said, how come you're doing this? Like, I've noticed this for a while. Why do you keep doing this? And he said to her, because, um, oh, black girls aren't used to being treated this nice. So I don't have to do it. Whereas Mm -mm. white girls, you have to keep up a certain type of, um, I guess, a certain type of standards, yeah.
1: A certain Stand, type yeah. of standard, and I was like, yeah. "What the fuck?" Mm-mm. And that's just lazy. That just shows that a man—if you, I don't want to say a oh, man, but some people, yeah—you set the bar low enough. Trust me, they will crouch.
0: Girl, you know the bar I mean? is Go, six feet under. To me, the like, the bar is mm-mm. six feet under.
1: They're lazy, though. that, that is just. Under. Least no, it's your own, girl. I will. I will, use, I will use
0: the term of the year that mm. I've learned and that I've witnessed: performative incompetence. <sighs> if I love you, it. no, I'm serious. If you let them, they will do the least amount of work possible. Now, I'm telling. I'm not telling people to make other people jump through hoops and do the most to receive the least. I don't. I don't do like, you know, I'm not discrediting that one bit, but like, if you keep relenting your standards to meet their performative lack of standards, Mm -hmm. girl, that bar is going to be so far under the ground. It's going to reach the other side of the globe.
1: Of course. It'll come for you.
0: China. (laughs) Right. Like, and it's just like, Mm -hmm. I, oof, oof. Oof, that's all I can say. It's just like if you notice that somebody's not treating you well for whatever personal reasons that they have, that's their business. But girl, don't stay. Guy, don't stay. Right.
1: Don't expect it to get better. It's the truth. It's it's yeah, and that's the sad truth that things will most likely get worse before they ever get better, you know? So I
0: feel like I feel like a lot of people have Mm -hmm. this mindset that like if they're and I can I can attest to it because I used to be like this. You think if you stay with the person long enough, if you put up with certain amounts of bullshit long enough and compromise your standards long enough, that they will mm-hmm. change and become the person you want them to be.
1: Right, right.
0: You know, oh, well, if I do this, or if I do that, or fine, I'll put up with this, or da-da-da-da, because maybe the one time I expect them to step up, they'll step up for me, and they right. never will. And they
1: it's like... Never or will. Or you're just you're just such a happy person, and you the best in people... And it's so sad because when good people yeah. are just good and giving and giving and giving and giving, you're eventually teaching that person that you are so good, they can always expect you to be good. You know what I mean? Like you're so, oh, yeah. they use it against you at the end. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh, okay, they weaponize I your own know. kindness. They use your kindness yeah, as weakness. They weaponize it. Exactly. Exactly. And that's, and that's the biggest, um, scary thing like fuck because i used to be such a good girl trust me girl you're to preaching to the so choir good and preaching to the choir realize, when you realize your own good feeding the monster their their feet getting stronger for the evil <laughs> off of it oh my yep. god that's yep. a whole new world it's a whole new yep. world, so.
0: girl you're feeding a beast i'm telling you trust
1: me. and it's um, like i don't know it-
0: yeah, no, for sure. I wanna just wrap it up mm-hmm. with saying, I guess, just even touching on this topic, mm-hmm. don't compromise your standards. There's a difference between having standards and deal breakers and just being nitpicky. There's certain mm-hmm. sta- like there's certain standards that you shouldn't compromise. If you're used to if you wanna have like, for example, go out on a date once or twice a week, that should be your standard. The person should be able to meet you there. and and like versus like for example deal breaker if somebody's a smoker and you don't like smokers okay that's different that's just don't do that Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. like i'm telling anybody who's used to a certain standard and expectations in a partner don't compromise that because somebody's cute or because you think that they might change or whatever girl cold notes tldr they will not don't do it
1: it's so true when someone shows you who they are the first time Believe,
0: believe
1: it. Them. Amen. Believe them. That's that's the biggest takeaway. And for me, like, believe them the first time. And, and trust me, life is not a rehearsal. This isn't the rehearsal. It's the real thing. So take Sorry. your life seriously and your self-respect, you know. Do what you have to do, right?
0: For sure. For sure. And just tying it back mm-hmm. to the very beginning, if you know a person or witness a person in crisis do not be afraid to connect with them to see if you can help do not be afraid to look for resources to help they exist Mm -hmm. they are all over our city all over the gta all over the country there is no shame in asking for help there is no shame in fleeing domestic violence and abuse
1: Mm -hmm. and there's no shame in being a victim or a survivor or any, anyone being being related to someone affected by abuse. Because statistics show that we all know somebody right now who has either dealt with abuse or is dealing with abuse. Absolutely. So, any one of us could be next. So, we're all one and, you know, we just have to support each other and be there for each other.
0: Absolutely. But, and, um,
1: yes, as close I'm out
0: absolutely mm-hmm. i just want to throw in just one resource at least for the, the mm-hmm. province of ontario it's the ontario women's justice network their number mm-hmm. is
1: 416-392-3135 and that's it yes and thank <laughs> you so much for listening to us one half of your hosts at the hill Diva on instagram
0: and i am the other half ola.miss.lola on Instagram and this has been another episode of this black girl podcast
1: yes and as usual if you have anything to add to anything we've said today if you want to correct us we welcome all of that if you want some smoke to give us send that straight to our inbox uh, at this yeah puff (laughs) puff, 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 pass it into our inbox at this black girl podcast on Instagram All right, and Have a great day, everybody, and we'll catch you in the next one. Bye. Bye.